welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is One Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast where you live one day of your life over and over and over and over. I mean, I guess you could if you just hit repeat on one of our episodes. You could do the same thing, right? Or if you watch any Hallmark movie and then another Hallmark movie and then another Hallmark movie. (laughs) Touche, Hannah. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you see on Hallmark. You see on Hallmark. You see on Hallmark. <laughs> uh, so, in case it is unclear, we are doing a Groundhog Day-esque movie. Uh, <laughs> um, so today we're talking about the movie I Do, I Do, I Do. From February 6th, 2015. It is a Hallmark movie. And since it's June and June used to be like June weddings or something, I feel like my brain is still sort of a little bit there, which is I feel like why we picked this for June. Totally. Like because it 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 is a apparently a Valentine's movie question mark. It doesn't feel like a Valentine's movie, but it's fine. Um, and this is what Hallmark has to say about it. An architect heads to the altar with her fiancé, unsure of her marriage and their future. She relives her disastrous wedding day, put together by her fiancé's overbearing mother, over and over until, with the help of her fiancé's brother, she begins to face her biggest fears and discovers what she really wants in herself and in her life. And it stars Autumn Reeser, Sean Roberts, and Antonio Cupo. Which is just fun to say. Antonio Cupo. (laughs) True. Very true. (laughs) Silencio Bruno. (laughs) All right, here we go. Architect Jacqueline, played by Autumn Reeser, is admiring the recently finished hospital wing she designed when her boyfriend, cardiologist and best-selling author Peter, played by Antonio Cupo, proposes... Caught unawares, she accepts and agrees to marry him on Valentine's Day in one week. His mother will plan this simple wedding and all will be well. Jacqueline's sister Kate, played by Allie Liebert, is not really on board with the whole plan as she can tell that Jacqueline is essentially playing it safe and settling, but is unable to get through to her sister and show her the error of her ways. At the hotel where they are going to get married, that is inexplicably not owned by Mick and Olivia, uh, because (laughs) how is this not owned by Mick and Olivia in Hallmark Land? (laughs) Anyway, uh, Jacqueline and Kate find out that the simple wedding she was promised is not so simple and not at all to her taste. Peter, who should be called Judgy McJudgerson guilt face, (laughs) agrees to break his mother's heart in order to tone it down for Jacqueline. But, you know, again, guilty, guilty. She would have to be the bad guy or relent and let mom-in-law get the wedding that she has designed. And since she's clearly someone who can't go after what she actually wants due to fear, she relents. I guess I could break my mother's heart after all her hard work, (laughs) if that's what you want. Bite me. I hate Peter. So So we're not on Team Peter. No. Um, All right. So 
In her cabin, Peter's mother, Margaret, shows Jacqueline and Kate her wedding gown that she has had cleaned for Jacqueline to wear. Both sisters hate it because it's awful. But they can't say no because they can't. But there is such a thing as too much, and Jacqueline decides to go to the bridal shop in town to get something a little bit more her style. But on her way there, she has a mishap and scrapes her leg. Lost and a little hurt, she's searching for a cell signal when a strange man pops up and offers to help her out if she says his name three times. Just kidding. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> well, that, but I feel like then she would have to give him her firstborn. Oh, gosh. Well, she probably will. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> While wary, Jacqueline does let him show her the way to town. He's clearly spontaneous and adventurous where Jacqueline is not, but he also brings out a side of her that she doesn't let out often. And then he kisses her. <gasps> she didn't. Well, actually, she she did stay sexy and not get murdered. True. But not for lack of trying. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> if by putting your face almost against somebody else's face and tell them how much like you're annoyed by them is a way to not get murdered. <laughs> uh, yeah. Not a murderino. <laughs> no. Jacqueline never does make it to town and instead, flustered by the kiss she clearly enjoyed a lot more than the ones she shared with Peter, she goes back to her room. That night at the rehearsal dinner, everyone is surprised by the arrival of Peter's brother, Max, played by Sean Roberts. Max is also a doctor, but does not easily bend to the will of his mother as Peter does. So is the disappointment of the family, because if you, this is like the family of favoritism, mm -hmm. again, they suck balls. A nice Italian family. <laughs> and surprise, surprise, is Jacqueline's mystery man from the woods, <laughs> a.k.a. the stealth kisser. Dun 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 dun! <gasps> Shocked, Jacqueline leaves the rehearsal dinner. Kate lets her know that she'll be supportive in whatever way she wants, either standing up as her maid of honor or getting Jacqueline the hell out of there because there is no do-over. Because divorce is only something they do in England. <laughs> I love you so much, Hannah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Thank you for enjoying my joke. The next morning, Jacqueline gets her wake-up call. Her soon-to-be mother-in-law bursts in, and the day just gets away from her. Soon, Jacqueline looks like an overly made-up Barbie from the 80s and is married to Peter, and then gets a huge wine stain on her borrowed wedding dress and is miserable. And yes, she does wish for a do-over. Terrible day. She's like, I want a do-over. I mean, it's really shitty. Like, not only is it a shitty wedding day, but like, I'm sorry, to end your wedding with your brand new husband being like, bye, yeah. I'm going to go outside is just, oh, that's terrible. I mean, anyway. to be fair, he wanted to look at the stars and the stars were beautiful and kind of romantic, but he did just peace out. He didn't her. really invite her, though. This is true. So, you know. Yeah. Also, like, even if he was like, like the appropriate thing was be would be to like help her out of that goddamn dress, and then be like, "You want to go look at the stars or something?" Yeah, the fact that he didn't want to just rip the dress off of her before looking at the stars or doing it underneath the stars to begin with. Yeah. So imagine her surprise when the phone rings for her wake up call the next morning, and everything starts happening exactly the same. 
here's the mother-in-law and the dress and people saying the same things. So she goes through with the wedding again. And then she wakes up to her wedding day a third time. Feeling crazed, she tries to explain what's happening, but all that gets her is a doctor visit and a drug test because lots of drug shamey. Yeah. (laughs) Only Max believes her and takes her to the beach. Jacqueline has figured out that she is stuck in the loop and can't get out, so she gets productive. First, she allows Max to help her get over her fear of water by swimming. Then she gets him to teach her to dance. When he won't translate his grandmother's Italian, um, his grandmother grandmother said something like strange at the wedding and she wanted to know what it, what it was, Jacqueline learns Italian herself. She and Kate go to town to find a better wedding dress. They pick a new wedding cake and flowers. And while still frustrating, Jacqueline is finding that she would rather spend time with Max than with Peter, who wants her to be someone she isn't. After a while, Jacqueline starts to invite Max on, essentially, dates. They go for walks and bike rides and have picnics, and they do a lot of talking, even though she has to explain every day that this is not her wedding date day to her. It's like 51st dates. (laughs) Exactly. Max always believes Jacqueline when she says she's reliving the same day. And the two grow close enough that Jacqueline is able to confide that she agreed to marry Peter because, essentially, she didn't love him. And if something happened to him, it wouldn't, you know, devastate her. It is the entire reasoning behind Antony Bridgerton's <laughs> wish to not marry Kate. She's she's pulling a that. <laughs> yeah. So good job, therapist Max. I won't marry you because I love you too much. <laughs> So how long this actually goes on is anyone's guess, but remember, she does learn Italian and (laughs) all sorts of things. Um, But Jacqueline realizes finally that she doesn't want to marry Peter, and she doesn't think Peter wants to marry her either. Max clues her into Peter's tell, and she's able to confirm that he's marrying her for a job he doesn't even want, which is like head of medicine at the hospital where they work. He works. Yeah, well, yes. (laughs) So at the wedding ceremony, Jacqueline confronts Peter and everything comes out. He doesn't want to get married and he doesn't want the life his mother has been dreaming for him. So that day, there is no wedding. Max is impressed with Jacqueline and her strength, even though he's only known her two days to him. He's completely in love with her. She, of course, has known him exponentially longer and has fallen for him as well. After the called-off wedding, they meet on the beach and they kiss. And since one One kiss means forever, Jacqueline has to get out of her time loop now. And miraculously, she does. Because I guess when you figure it out, that's when you wake up from the time loop. Like, we know this. Um, Except in that movie where they had to, like, learn like quantum physics (laughs) the two wake on the beach the next day and the first february 15th in forever is the best day of jacqueline's life at least we can hope until her wedding to max the end (laughs) all right hannah um if you don't mind, mm-hmm. I think I want to kick off the what the fucks with the biggest what the fuck to me. Okay. And so we all know that like 
when the time loop is broken, it's because there is no wedding and she realizes that she doesn't want to marry Peter. Mm -hmm. But there was one moment in one of the things, one of the times where she was talking with Max and it was something about like, you know, walking a mile, walking a million miles in someone's shoes, having a million thousand days with them. And so like every day, however many days this happens, she chooses to marry Peter every day. And we know this is true because the day repeats itself. And yet when she finds this out, she's like, oh, you have to have a thousand hours and a hundred million days with someone. She chooses to spend them with Max. So she knows, really, that she doesn't want to fucking marry Peter (laughs) because she's choosing not to do that with Peter. Yes, I agree. (laughs) I also will say that it seemed pretty clear that she didn't want to marry Peter when he proposed, too. Well, true, but I feel like if you're going to if you're going to make the choice of of getting married to someone for the rest of your life, and then you get to get to know them, if if someone says that you should really get to know somebody, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I'm getting married to this person, maybe I should think about getting to know the person I'm getting married to for a thousand hours and a million days instead of his brother. <laughs> but we don't know what Peter is doing all day. We do know that Max is available. That's the only thing that I got nothing. It's no, a very, you're absolutely like, right. I mean, I think it's I think it's telling of of uh, of Jacqueline that she wasn't curious what right. he was doing all day because <laughs> all he had to do was put on a tux. Yeah, to be honest. I don't know what like, he was doing because because Max is clearly has enough time to teach her like to do swimming lessons and dance lessons and picnics mm-hmm. and walks and, mm-hmm. and still be best man. So. <laughs> Man, if I if I knew I was reliving the same day over and over and over again, I would eat so much fucking food. Well, she she does. I feel like because she she changes the wedding menu to be like fried food. It's like burgers and fries. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is true. And you know, her Peter is pretty much furious because he's like, "This is bad for you." Because it oh okay, that goes into did this? Did you get like? health shamey vibes from this movie so bad yeah so bad with the health shamey yeah like go it on, was explain. you know he was just always like you didn't get in enough steps you shouldn't eat that blah, blah, blah. like he was very controlling about those kinds of things out of the like quote-unquote you know like wanting the best for her but like in a way that was really upsetting and Clearly, his mother was doing that with his father, too. But his mother was not – didn't seem to be doing that for herself. Hell no. So like, like, not at all. Like, it was just such a strange thing. And also, it's like – I'm sorry. Look at Autumn Reeser. The, the she, she can eat a French fry. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> like and, – and, you know, like, he, like, shamed her for not walking a month enough and she was like i was on a fucking plane like <laughs> yeah like and he's like yeah well as long as you get a run in later and you're like don't be the boss of me right, dear lord right like and what if also like your step trackers are gonna be off if you do a different form of exercise or something true so what if she pulled a hamstring yeah it would just be detrimental just, to her health i was just <laughs> annoyed and like ugh, i didn't 
like that at all. (sighs) Okay. I have so many things to talk about. Amazing. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So I'm just going to start at the beginning. Um, The proposal, because I think we have to talk about the absurdity that is this proposal because it's upset. It, Let's do it, it upset me greatly. Not only is it semi-public and filmed, he arrives on a stretcher in an ambulance, which like, I'm sorry. Like that's like the, the feeling is off at that point. Like you failed. You, like um, you're not in a good mood. After you, like, that's just not what happens. No. And then he brings up his book, like, like in his proposal. It's not really about her. It's about, like, his book. Yep. It's really anger making. I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible. And he's like in a tux and like, it's just the weirdest possible moment. And. It's gross, and there's I don't know whatever roses. It, it, it was weird to me though that I had to actually rewind to go into the proposal part because I was too busy typing. When an ambulance pulls up, Allie Liebert's character Kate is like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "You're at a hospital. It's an ambulance." <laughs> but I, I actually understand her confusion because first of all, it is not the ER entrance, so. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, that's right. not where ambulances go. Also, are you allowed to do this? How much did you have to pay? Because I certainly hope that wasn't out of tax dollars. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he got charged. He got billed for I it. I <laughs> certainly hope so. And I'm, I certainly hope that insurance did not cover his ambulance trip. <laughs> um, <laughs> Proposals are not covered by your HMO. Yeah, right. Um and I wasn't clear that the that wing was open anyway. So I, yeah, um, that's that's fair because it did only take. I wrote this down as a what the fuck moment that it said only five months ago when we met and you were designing this wing. I was like, it took only five months to build that wing. Yeah, does it even right. have electricity yet? Your <laughs> <laughs> lord. Yeah, right. It was just like such a strange thing. Um, and speaking of they like they're getting married. On Valentine's Day, which I'm sorry, barf. Yeah, bit tacky. Like if it works out, fine. But like also, mm. but the it looked like it's like they're wearing shorts and t-shirts. Like it looked like June. Yeah, it's like where is this is this February? Because your landscape is very like Canadian. Yeah, it's very Canada. <laughs> It's like, where is it warm enough to dress like this in February? It's not. I don't. It, and I'm sad that I didn't catch that or have it because usually I think about that and I don't, didn't with this one. Mm. But the scenery was very beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful. Yes. Yep. Um, I don't know if you caught this, but there is a guest wearing white in the front row of this wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> And I spent a great deal of time being like, of all the things, like there are 17 people at this wedding and one of them is in white. <laughs> I I had a hard time getting over that everything was purple. Like I know that like purple is one of those Valentine's-y colors, but kind of as a highlight to red. Oh, it was so, it, like it wasn't just purple. It was dark purple. Yeah. I'm not a fan. 
Yeah, I mean, like, I think the whole point was that the mother's taste was just horrendous. But, yes. like, it was just bad. Um, and then the mom cuts into the first dance. So Have you ever seen that? No. I mean, I do understand that there's, like, parent dances. That, sure. You know, but usually that's a separate thing. Well, we only have 90 minutes. Well, right. But, like, like usually you get the father-daughter dance that then often is, like, and, like, mom and groom, you know, kind of get yeah. invited up or whatever. But, like, to be, like, I'm going to, like, and now for our first dance, here's the, like, happy couple like sway sway i'm cutting in like it was like what is happening i agree it's awful but totally within character because yeah that's true that is oedipal baits yeah all all the mother issues (laughs) they could Um, possibly want okay this this is a real what the fuck because i couldn't figure out why it mattered okay the first time so she, she goes to sleep on her original wedding night. We we get a shot of the computer screen and it clicks over to like 1 million views of the proposal. You're right. And that there ha- that has no relevance to anything. No relevance to anything. We never see it again. No. Like what's the point? Why why did we why why did that mean anything? Or that I I was half expecting to see 1 million and then have it go down to whatever to see that yeah. the time was going like, so like every yeah i i yeah i have no idea it was just such a strange choice yeah to be there i i agree i forgot about that i'm glad that you mentioned it though um so that was very weird um i found it very strange that her wedding to max which we do see is identical to her created wedding of her dreams that she makes to peter (laughs) well she did spend all that time planning it (laughs) she got the perfect dress which she ruined but then was inexplicably perfect again well that was the point that was the problem but like even if i found the perfect dress i'd want a different one to marry my ex-fiance's brother which i feel like we need to go into i mean We've 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 talked about the recycling dress thing before. Yeah, like I believe in. Yes, I do. We we were, we talked about that. Yeah, which um, is f- fine. But she was also marrying the same guy, so it feels less icky. Icky. I agree. Um, but I'm mad that like, I'm I'm I was just mad that she jumps into this lake into that dress and then the dress is fine like no wedding dress would survive jumping into a lake and be exactly the same fair very fair (laughs) um but yeah i think we need to go back to just the fact that she's into her brother-in-law and that is like and how that's seems to be fine yeah like i don't I I don't I I don't know I feel like it's it's such a trope of falling in love with someone else's brother like I mean while you're sleeping yeah. as part of it is one of those yeah I, I mean it is things, but but I, I guess what the the difference is something like oh while you were sleeping they weren't actually together that's true you know it's that's true like even when it's like oh I was like like we went on a few dates or something but it was like no like. I mean, I 
I understand this is Hallmark, so they definitely didn't have sex. But <laughs> there's there's a weird, like, sloppy seconds act feeling towards it, and I don't like it. I, I completely agree. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think – I'm pausing because I feel like there have been other movies that have done this, and I'm trying to think about if I thought it was weird then, but nothing is coming to mind. So if I you feel like know it, like out there, if there, yeah, but e- even so, I feel like none of them have ever gotten to like like she actually married the other person. Like yeah. I've read it in books, and it was upsetting. <laughs> I personally can't imagine marrying either of my brothers-in-law so (laughs) i think we're safe from a real life reenactment yeah right but it's just a strange like it's strange like it would be different if it was like his best friend or you know like yeah just the fact that it's the brother that was a little like oh my goodness i mean they didn't even they didn't look like brothers to me no they didn't i'm just gonna pretend that they're not really brothers (laughs) But speaking of Max, um, I had a hard time. I guess this isn't really what a what the fuck, but just an opinion. I was so put off by him in that first scene that I had a hard time falling in love with him with her. Mm-hmm. So okay, because because when she first meets him, it it was he just had way too much of that. Like, I'm this cocky, spontaneous person that randomly will take off my shirt, throw it at you, and jump at a lake because I'm spontaneous. And I'm like, no, that's just <laughs> like that's just rude. You were taking me somewhere. Like, <laughs> come right. on, like mister. She, I, I don't know what they were doing because, like, they they basically just walk around the woods. Like, they – I don't know. But I got the impression that town was, like, a mile away maybe. Yeah. Like, what were they doing? Where were they going? I don't know, but he was looking like he wanted to eat her alive from the very first second, and it made me very uncomfortable, and it made me very uncomfortable how close they were standing, and, like, I don't know. You were absolutely right by saying, like, she's not a murderino. She would have gotten married because I was getting weirdo vibes from him, (laughs) and, like... I, I I don't know. It was it was giving me it was giving me such ickiness that when he mm-hmm. came back and I'm like I I know he's the guy she falls in love with, but I feel really uncomfortable because he feels like a predator to me. And he, to me I mean I mean Mountain Man gave off a little bit of a predatory vibe, but kind of like in like those dark romance books that you read where you yeah. know, like he's like a hundred percent yeah yeah where he, like. He's just going to take what he wants. And you're like, oh, you're going to be the damsel in distress. And then you're going to learn you like it, I guess. Or he's going to make you his sex slave and you're going to hate that your body is responding. (laughs) 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 But then he's totally like, man, he turns me on because he's mean to me. (laughs) (laughs) I love those books, but they should never occur in real life. Disclaimer. <laughs> Consent is important. Agreed. <laughs> uh, um, should we jump into Hallmark Commerce? We should. Let's do it. I don't have a ton, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think that's about right. Um, so my first one was that there are, like red flag after red flag that the guy she is with is not actually the guy for her. Yep. Um, 
that we have a, a public proposal that occurs in the first five minutes. <laughs> uh, changing the way she lives for a guy or, and living by his rules True. that she's not really into. Um, complete stranger expresses judgment and cocky insight. And I have meeting a complete stranger, having a moment, and then they're actually connected to you in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, wise grandmother infers the other mm. couple are the ones who are actually in love. Right. Uh, and I, I have that instant connection with the wrong but secretly right person. Aw. Uh, the in-law plans the wedding. Uh, repeating life lessons back to the person who said them. Yes. <laughs> she. He literally catches her from falling. Hmm. I'm out. I have a couple more. Go um, thinly veiled deeper meaning to a toast. Um, mm, happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Technically, she's in love with the best man. <laughs> True. And I have one that I... <laughs> I mean, I... he's almost blonde. You could give him rival blonde. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and my last one kind of goes back to the scene in the woods, but I, I wrote it down. I didn't know if I wanted to say it, but there's always a joke about bears. Are there bears? <laughs> what do you mean bears? <laughs> so we have that. Bears don't want to be near you. No. That's a thing. That's not a thing. I mean, yes, bears attack, but only when they're threatened. Really. I like bears. I do too. But the only times like I've ever been like kind of scared of a bear. I remember this so clearly is when I was little, my neighbor drove from his house to our house screaming get your kids inside because there was a mama and her two cubs walking through our yards and it, he was like you know he was like making sure that none, none of us kids got between the mama and the cubs accidentally smart but then we smart. just watched the bears from the window until they wandered away hello bear <laughs> hello bear <laughs> a pretty parade um I only had one, okay. and it was her shoes for the rehearsal dinner, which are, like, tall black character shoes, and I was really into them. I mean, those are a really great style. Uh, my pretty parade is the scenery we already talked about before. Mm -hmm. It was very lovely. Okay. But I also liked her bathing suit when she started swimming. Mm. It was just kind of a really nicely cut one piece. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Across the universe? We have a couple kind of things. Uh, first of all... We have Nelson Wong not playing a Kenny when there is another Kenny present. <laughs> uh, and we have the officiant is Marvelous Jim. Marvelous and I just Jim. got excited. <laughs> Girl, I have it too. <laughs> like, I got so excited. I paused and I was like, is that Marvelous Jim? <laughs> it's pretty cool. He just, he should just be in everything. Yeah. Um, and I also wrote down that Autumn Reeser and Italian movies just seem to always happen. I said, here is Autumn Reeser learning Italian. <laughs> I love you, Hannah. This is getting old because sometimes I feel like, like, why are there two of us? Because we have the same thoughts. <laughs> It's so that we can share it with each other. That's the whole point. Is that yeah. you're the person who's going to laugh at it when I say it. And you're like, yes. <laughs> love, you. love you so much. Um, I have Autumn Reeser agreeing to marry someone around Valentine's Day when she doesn't really want to. <laughs> oh, my God. So true. 
But will she go to Wyoming and get her car uh, stuck on a rock? (laughs) Will she somehow be involved in knocking over a statue, except not really? And then basically having to do free labor for a month? (laughs) The premise is so flimsy in that movie. I just can't. It's amazing. And we did an episode on that movie. If you're wondering what it is, holy crap, what's the name of it? Uh something Val- ever after um, a valentine's ever after something like that yeah yeah you'll look it up on imdb and then look it up on our backlog <laughs> it's a good episode yeah supporting shout out ali liebert yes that's um, it yeah ali liebert because like if, besides the fact that you know we love ali liebert in, just in general mm-hmm. um but like she's this like the only truly likable character because I feel like she's the one being like, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but like you tell me what your choices are and then I will support them. And yeah. I'm just going to be here for you and do whatever you need. And yeah. She was like, very cool. Yeah. Um, And I, I wanted to say that like I love like I really like Ellie Liebert. Obviously, we're like. We love a gift to remember, <laughs> so we, it's great. But I almost like her better as the side character. When she does, she just seems to be more open and like funny and less neurotic. But I know mm-hmm. that like being neurotic is a hallmark hallmark of hallmark women. Um, I like her better on the side. I I would agree with you. Like I, I, I mean, I wonder. Maybe we'll do an episode one day on the uh, the every time a bell rings or whatever. Um, Because I feel like that was like kind of the perfect middle ground where like there were three leads that she was one, but she was also directing it. And I kind of felt like she got everything in that. I agree. That's a That's a good thing to add to the list. Kiss meter. Kiss meter. So I have, I I did three kisses. Oh, okay. I only did two. Okay. Well, I'm sure we have the first one which i called the ambush kiss yeah hiking kiss yeah (laughs) (laughs) so i gave that a seven i said because it looks like a nicer kiss than anything she's had with peter up to that point and continuing on and there is clearly passion but there is no consent which again problems uh but they're also breathing each other's air which is kind of hot but maybe that's because because i did relatively recently watch season two of Bridgerton and <laughs> breathing each other's air is super sexy. <laughs> yes. Um, I gave it a five. Okay. But, but not because it's a bad kiss. I think the kiss itself is actually quite good, but I was so uncomfortable because they were standing <laughs> so close and he was being cocky and gross. So fair, fair points docked. Um, the, I called it the lake kiss, the one that they, after, right, or right before the, the days continue in the correct order. (laughs) (laughs) I gave it a six. I said, it's fine. And the setting is sweet, but it's not a great kiss. Plus she was just going to marry his brother that day. Yes. That day. Problematic. (laughs) 
<laughs> very problematic. Um, so I'm going to be honest with you. I wrote – I only did the one more kiss, but I didn't write where it was. So I can't remember if I did that – if my kiss number two is that kiss or their wedding kiss. Okay. So this is just what I said. It's a six. <laughs> I think it's cute, but I'm going to give it a six because it was just a peck and she does a weird pucker. Mm. Like her lips go really far. I feel like that might be the the lake kiss. I think you must be right. Because I have the wedding kiss is a 7.5 and I said it's the best of the lot. Okay. I'm So I must have checked out by then. <laughs> <sighs> Love it. So Katie, would you watch this movie? Yes. Um, so <laughs> what's funny is – so I – What's funny about this movie is it's it's bonkers bananas, it's crazy, whatever. But I think this is by far the best Autumn Razor has ever been in a Hallmark movie. Wow. I, I think that she has range. She's legitimately funny. Yeah. Like and, and in lots of different funny, subtle comedy ways. Um, I think she's hilarious. And to be perfectly frank with you, I'm not the biggest Autumn Razor fan. She's not my favorite Hallmark heroine. I like her in movies, but I feel like this was the only movie that I've seen her in where she is having a grand old time and I like her, like as yeah. an actor. Okay. In Fair. It. So I would I, do it. What's funny is I also said I would watch this movie because it's the best of something, but not that reason. Okay. <laughs> I said this is one to watch because of all the Groundhog Day-esque Hallmark movies out there, which there are way more than there should be. <laughs> <laughs> this is by far my favorite. Yeah. Because she's constructive with her day. <laughs> You're here. Like <laughs> Tasks. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's like, you know what? I'm going to, like, fine. I'm going to learn things. Yeah. Like... I mean, I, f I hate the ending where it's like, and now we get to live our lives and now that I'm a completely different person and I'm spontaneous, and like blah, 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 whatever. Like, yeah. The way that last scene is played sucks. But the rest of it is fine. It's fine. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, agreed. So um, thanks, everybody, for Yay. joining us on this, uh, on this trip down the aisle. Um <laughs> Um, make sure that you're following us on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. One kiss means forever, where the one and the four are numerical. And if you want to email us more Groundhog-esque uh, Hallmark movies or you remember certain things about something we've said earlier in the episode <laughs> that we needed to know, uh, you can email them to us at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com. And that's all spelled out like it is on our logo. And thank you, as always, to Flint Pastors for our intro music. His stuff is on Apple Music, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And we will see you next time. See you, ear you, next time. Bye. Bye. There is no moon. What? <laughs> you clearly did not watch The Swan Princess over and over and over again.